a plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Hello, Power Partners. Welcome to our informational playground. It's Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We are brought to the airwaves under the species of Be the Star You Are charity. And we're broadcasting live on the Voice America Network. So we are so glad that you are with us today as we strive to seed, stimulate, and support space for positive, meaningful conversations. The miracle moment for today is brought to you by Be the Star You Are. The website is bethestarur.org. And I really, really encourage you, please, I actually beg you to go to the site and make a donation because California has been on fire as most of you probably have known, and we are doing Operation Disaster Relief, and we need your help to help those in need. So please go to bethestarur.org. This is Henry Ward Beecher. Gratitude is the fairest blossom which springs from the soul. And that miracle moment should give you a tip to what our show is going to be about today, gratitude, thankfulness. We will be talking in depth about some uh, scientific research on gratitude in segment three. Coming up in segment two will be a fascinating interview about feng shui with a master feng shui, Denise Liotta Dennis. She has published six books And her newest book is called Hollywood's Fatal Feng Shui. It's an in-depth examination of 10 celebrity homes that have a tragic history. And I think that it's going to be fascinating to find out how we can avoid tragedies and despair and bad things happening to us by just getting our houses in order. So what I want to talk about now is actually gratitude, cultivating thankfulness, because as I look out to admire all the crimson leaves fluttering to the ground from my liquid amber tree, I am just really overcome with gratitude for our distinct seasons that we have. How boring life would be if every day and everything remained constant, unaltered, impervious to transformation. So this time it ushers in a time for reflection, providing the perfect opportunity to express our gratitude for just being alive in a rapidly changing world. The days are shorter, the nights are cooler. We're still waiting for rain here to materialize in California, and we have to begin our cleanup in our fall landscapes. Nevertheless, it is time to rake the leaves, mulch the garden, sharpen the tools. Soon we have to cover our patio furniture. Normally we've done that a month ago, but every year our summers or our autumns keep kind of extending out with warmer temperatures. And then once we do, we'll store it for summer. Now, frost-intolerant plants are going to need to be blanketed, or if they are in containers, you can move them to warmer locations. Persimmons can be harvested with the hachiya variety left on countertops to soften 
My persimmon tree, it is really beautiful right now. It looks like jewels or actually perhaps holiday decorations hanging from trees. These great big plump persimmons are just, you know, and they're beautiful orange. They're just hanging from the tree. Holly berries are beginning to turn their vibrant red. A final hedge pruning is going to be necessitated, and uh, spring flowering bulbs require planting. So in preparation for any gathering, any um, holiday gathering, we can decorate with colorful Indian corn, with gourds, with autumn leaves, with pumpkins, and of course, the magic of the holidays has begun. So how can we cultivate thankfulness? We can create a personal guided meditation. Take a walk in nature and drink in the beauty. Be watchful. I heard fluttering wings and watched the, with glee as a large crow landed in a tree a, free, a few feet from me. It was completely oblivious to my presence. I was able to take a photo and I just whispered thank you. So listen closely. Do you hear any of the creek frogs beginning their wooing sounds? Are the squirrels chirping and cooing as they gather their acorns and nuts for winter? Just say thank you. Are the leaves on your Japanese maples, your crepe myrtles, or your or your pistache, are they turning any colors? Or are the trees already bare in their winter wardrobe? Just say thank you. We take for granted so many things in life. So by starting to be grateful for the simple essentials such as running water and electricity and clean air and a cozy bed and food on the table and people who love us, we can truly begin a daily routine of being grateful. Add appreciation to the plants and trees that grace our garden and provide privacy, flowers, fragrance, shade, food, and stress relief. And you're going to take that first step on your journey of gratitude. And before long, we're going to be putting our gardens to bed, our tools in the shed. And for the moment, the sun is shining. And we're blessed to live in a climate that allows us a long growing period filled with healthy outdoor activities. So this year, whatever you are celebrating, mulch your mind by living every day with mindful thankfulness. Harvest the riches of gratefulness. As John Fitzgerald Kennedy said, as we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not to utter words, but to live by them. So there's a kind of a checklist of some things that you can do in your garden if you are so inclined I check out Jackson and Perkins catalog catalog because they are now celebrating a hundred and thirty year anniversary and they have created a special rose to mark the occasion. It's called the Four Roses Bourbon and it's a beautiful, graceful, deep red, heat tolerant specimen. That's very easy to grow and resistant to disease. I have just received mine. I have already planted it. And I am, you know, looking forward to the blooms that will probably start happening in the spring. You can also train a fig, an apple, a rose, or eureka lemon to grow on an espalier on a fence or or any other kind of... um, of structure and it'll give you privacy 
and is a really very, very beautiful. Plus, if it's a fruit tree that you espalier, you can even harvest the fruit from that. Now, privacy is crucial to our relaxation. So as privacy screens go, you could plant a laurel or a holly hedge. What you have to do is prune to your desired height and width. If you have uh, persimmons, you can harvest the fuyu and the hachia persimmons. The fuyus are commonly called apple persimmons. They can be sliced and diced into salads and eaten raw, while the hachia persimmons, they need to be very soft and mushy before you can consume them. They will store for a very long time if you keep them refrigerated, but if you um, pick them, you want you want to pick them actually um, in the not too distant future because otherwise birds and squirrels will ravage your crop. I want to encourage you to buy copies of Be the Star You Are books. We have three books in the series. Be the Star You Are, 99 Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, and Learning to Make a Difference. Be the Star You Are for Teens. And Be the Star You Are, Millennials to boomers celebrating positive voices in a changing digital world. Those are, um, that is our newest book. And of course, for any gardeners out there, you'll probably want to pick up a copy of the new book, Growing with a Goddess Gardener. And I also have Chicken Soup for the Gardener's Soul. So go to CynthiaBryan.com forward slash books and you can find the online store there. And the money will go to Be the Star You Are charity. And that's a really a big deal. So we really encourage you to do that. CynthiaBryan.com forward slash books. Take a walk in the woods to witness the halt of clarifal, clarifal production in the leaves of trees. And you can gather leaves to use as decoration, which is something I always do. I think back to college when one of my girlfriends, who was very much a nature lover, used to leave me um, leaves that she had found all year round. It would be whatever color the leaf. When she found a pretty leaf, she would leave it on my uh, dorm door. And I always knew that it was a sign from her that she was thinking of me. And I still think of that as a very special thing. So uh, dig holes for bulbs. And I actually plant bulbs kind of all year round. If you have clumps of iris or naked ladies that need dividing and replanting, you can do those too. Uh, too. Now, if you live in northern parts of the country where you already have uh, snow or any kind of really cold temperature, you may not be able to do that. But California, it's probably pretty easy to do it all year round. You can plant ground covers and deciduous trees um, now as well as, uh, you know, any time in the winter season. Uh, Your local nurseries will have ideas for that. And uh, it is the last chance to sow your garlic and onions if you'd like a next season of Mediterranean-style staples. And finally, just be grateful for today. Just take time to give thanks for the little things every day. Having an attitude of gratitude makes every moment shine brightly. So I wish you happy gardening and happy growing. And also, I want to encourage you again to go to be the star you are.org to make a donation to see all of our programs. We are a gold member of Guide Star, 
and Giving Tuesdays come up, you know, once a month, and you have the opportunity to make a donation via Facebook or PayPal where they also match funds, and we would really like you to do that. So please check it out um, and also look at uh, uh, top nonprofits. For, for all of you who would like to read our book reviews, you can go to our book review partner, which is thereadingtub.org, or you can find the Reading Tub uh, reviews that our Be the Star You Are volunteers have done at, B, at btsya.org. Just click on book reviews, and there are thousands of reviews there. I think we have 1,800, maybe closer to 2,000 reviews that have been done. So it's a great source for parents, educators, guardians, librarians to find a really good book by young people who have read these books and recommend them or give them a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Well, you're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style, Be the Star You Are. And I am thrilled to be your guide on the side. Stay with me when we come back. We will have Denise Leota Dennis with us, a feng shui master who's going to share her expertise. And we're going to hear about some of the fatal uh, homes of Hollywood and how celebrities have, oh, goodness, have uh, endured some bad things because of bad feng shui. We'll be back in just a bit. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. Don't go away. Be the star you are. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you seeking a dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world, lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR, 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 and visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan, www.cynthiabryan.com. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business Well, I thank you so much for staying with me here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We are coming to you live on the Voice America Network. 
as always, I like to bring the pioneers on the planet, people who are making a difference and doing some things that are so fascinating and interesting that we all need to know more about it. And our guest today is amazing. Denise Leota Dennis is a master at Feng Shui. She's an international author. She's a teacher. She's a speaker. And she's actually known as a fast-talking Texan. So I'm very excited to talk to her. And what we're going to be talking about today is not just Feng Shui and the books that she's written, but one very special book that she just released called Hollywood's Fatal Feng Shui, an in-depth examination of 10 celebrity homes with a tragic history. This sounds amazing and really fascinating. Welcome, Denise, to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Thank you, Cynthia. Thanks for having me. Well, I expect you to be fast-talking and and have that wonderful Texas accent. I love Texas. (laughs) (laughs) I am fast-talking, so you'll have to slow me down and reel me in. (laughs) Well, but you know what? I am so fast-talking, too. I'm from California. People always think I'm a New Yorker because I, like, zoom around. But anyway. Me, too. too. I can keep up with them. (laughs) I know. I know. So Okay, so we're, we're like kindred spirits here. So, Denise, I found this so fascinating because as we both know and you've written about you know feng shui is a very very old art a centuries old it's not a religion it is a it is a way to design and to really have power of the essence of your home and what you're doing but it was a diluted form that came to america i guess what 40 50 years ago in the mid 70s right and right And so I want you to tell us what is definitely the difference between what real feng shui is, your dragon gate feng shui, as as opposed to the American feng shui that most people think about. Uh, I was uh, was a bit misinformed when I first started uh, studying about 25 years ago. And the, the type that most of us are familiar with, and most of the books are out, are on this, is a little bit commercial looking with, you know, the... Um, crystals in the window and the coin choke, choke frogs and the bamboo flutes and things like that. And, and then there's the type that's that, been right? around for thousands of years that the Chinese invented these uh, these particular principles to enhance prosperity, health, and relationships. That has to do with our our spaces, as you said, design, but it's also that exterior, where we're located. Where, what, is, what is the setting? What's outside? Where are the roads? Where are the, where's the water? Where's the mountains? All of these different things they, they discovered just by observation would affect our luck in those main three categories. So it doesn't matter if we lived, you know, 5,000 years ago or now, we're concerned about those things, our health, our prosperity, and our relationships. Well, you know, I really was so interested uh, because when I started reading Hollywood's Fatal Feng Shui, I never really thought about um, how how the position of a house, where it was, where the bed was located, where the toilet's located, you know, whether you have mountains or rivers or roads or any of that around you could really lead to disaster. But this is something that you and uh, Master Jennifer Bonetto studied very deeply. And right. let's, let's yeah, get exactly. into this. Most people don't look at it in those terms, just exactly what you just described. They're not, they're not what one of my clients put so aptly, is connecting the dots to these things to see how that might actually translate out and 
uh, translate it on something that's wonderful or something that's really disastrous. At our cases, Jennifer is my uh, protege living in the L.A. area, and when she's brilliant, and when she was studying with me, she well, I studied with an old uh, Chinese grandmaster in um, Malaysia, and so when she was learning, she was she was thinking about her environment and things around uh, her living, her, you know, her city, basically. And she was wondering about all these tragic things that happened to these beautiful, talented people um, in her area. And, and she started looking at, okay, these, these are tragic things that happened to these people. Let me look deeper into this. And so that's where the idea was born, was... It's a fascinating idea because I'd never heard of, I've never heard of a book that took this, you know, this look at it. So let's, let's uh, discuss some of the things and some of the people, uh, because a couple of them, I mean, everybody knows these names, but two of them that jumped out at me that I found um, really interesting is I always loved Brittany Murphy. I thought she was just a darling, fun actress. And, you know, when you read about her, you find out that just a few months after she died of pneumonia or whatever it actually was, mm-hmm. um, her husband died. Right. So right. Uh, that was one of them. Obviously, Sharon Tate and the whole Manson murder was just horrific. Right. And then everybody knows O.J. Simpson and what went down with that. And there's other ones, uh, you know, Michael Jackson we could talk about. The Mendez brothers and, and, and then beloved, uh, you know, stars like uh, Marilyn Monroe, who's on oh, the cover yes. of the book. Yeah, iconic. You know, we pick, we pick epic, you know, things and wanted to dissect it because there's been hundreds of books written about these, these people. And, but no, no one has put it under the feng shui microscope. In other words, is it the space? Is it the location? Is it, is yeah. it the design of the home? And, you've, and you could see some, from the book that some of these uh, designs of the homes are extreme. And one of the principles that the Chinese figured out is anything extreme, anything, that's the design or where it's located, will always translate out to disastrous results. So, so what, explain explain ex- extreme to our audience. What yeah, would extreme be would be extreme. like you know you you're building out of harmony with nature. For instance, you you insist on having that hanging off the mountain. You know it's not yeah. really harmonious. Better to have that mountain support you, but behind you rather than hanging off the edge of the mountain with some kind of crazy uh, multi-leveled uh, extreme design. In other words, normal design according to the uh, feng shui basic principles is basically square or rectangle. It doesn't mean you can't have some kind of little interesting things here and there, but it means that if you're going to have an L shape or a gun shape, like some of these homes were, by the way, well, if you look, they're, they're really crazy. Uh, yeah, you, I mean, you actually said that O.J. Simpton's house was shaped like an axe shaped like a gun. when I read your yeah, book. Like an axe or a gun. Yeah, yeah. Like a I was like, like and then I looked at the yeah. drawings and it's like, oh yeah. my gosh, I never, yeah. I mean, I never looked at it from above before. Yeah, it's crazy. And then if you, uh, other homes that are in there, they're like on top of a mountain or they're hanging off of a mountain, and they're really extreme. Uh, so that's always, like, taboo in that it's going to translate. It's going to harm the occupants. That's really the... And, and Brittany Murphy's, unfortunately, was our most extreme design. It, 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 I, we couldn't even find the front door. Like, we were buying pictures of this home and looking at it, because, you know, Jennifer wasn't allowed to go on any of these properties. Normally yes. we allowed to walk in any of these homes, but we can tell so much by taking the compass direction which is what part of classical feng shui. It's very specific, like you were talking about. It's, it's, how, it's the orientation of the home. Uh, that's another kind of new 
thing to people. They don't think about feng shui has anything to do with direction, but direction and location are the, is the right. essence of classical it's, feng shui. It's the essence, isn't it? Well, you it's know, let me, before yeah. we go on to like Brittany Murphy's home or Marilyn Monroe's or something, I wanted to go about this compass because I'm reading your, <laughs> your book and it's saying 15 degrees here or this one, if the door faces northeast, right. 52.6, 52.6 exactly. degrees to 60. Yeah. So yeah, specific. Right. Yeah, it's very specific. This is why classical feng shui, this is why it's so powerful because it's very specific to you when you moved in, the design of your house, how the energy flows, where the water is, where the road is, the year you moved in. The day you were born, the, the, your birth date, and all of that in relation to your, to your space will translate out to something good or bad or up and down or whatever. You know, I figure most people have decent feng shui. I would say they have already about 70% of it right. And then we can tweak it and make it more. These were really extreme examples and really horrific things happened in these homes. But, yes, it's very specific. Like we talk about in the book, some of these things that that um, create that perfect storm. And they do come down to a 15-degree increment. For instance, an example of that, the name sounds horrible, and it is, Eight Roads of Destruction or right. Eight Roads that, I have that. I was, like, bookmarking <laughs> that. What is Eight yeah. Roads? Talk yeah, about eight that. Roads. It sounds so, horrible. Well, they use, they're going to hear Eight a lot, Eight Killings, Eight Roads, all these terrible eight uh, formations. Yeah. By the way, Cynthia, are so rare. In my 23 years of consulting, I've seen less than 10. So think, I have done thousands of homes and businesses, and I've seen less than 10. That's how rare they are. This is why we picked these crazy examples of, of these homes. This is how it, it, it comes down to that increment. The door must fall into a specific 15-degree increment, and then the water or the road or whatever um, it has to be an, also in a 15 for it to be one of these bonafide, you know, eight roads of destruction or the other one, which is um, Peach Blossom Shaw, too much sexual energy, which a lot of these homes had. Uh, O.J. Simpson's home had it. Uh, Michael Jackson's home had it. Some of them had other of these formations. But these are uh, rarely heard of in books. These are the famous Sanher formulas, which are very specific to um, the door and then something outside the mountain, the road, the water, something like that. How did you learn all of this? This is what really... From my teacher. Yeah, these are, this is the old stuff. This is the stuff this, I mean, when I, I went, reading yeah. your books, and by the way, besides the book Hollywood, Den, uh, Denise has written Classical Feng Shui for Romance, Sex, and Relationships, Classical Feng Shui for Wealth and Abundance, Classical Feng Shui for Health, Beauty, and Longevity, and um, the Feng Shui that Rocks the House, How to Shake Up the Energy and Get the Life you Want. So you, you've written several books, and I know you have more coming, but more. this must yeah. have been years. This must have been years, Denise, of training, yeah. because to learn all these compass things and then how all the personalities evolve. I mean, you have flying stars. Exactly. I mean, there's so much to learn. Exactly. And like, you know, uh, getting just your life gua number, that's spelled G-U-A, and like we were talking with yours, you know, your, your family and you are all earth. And that energy, you know, affects us. It's a, it's a little bit like the Zodiac. So that's another uh, system called Eight Mansions. And you get your, it's like, you know, your Zodiac, your Gemini, your Scorpio. And it gives you a little bit about the personality. Well, of course, we've got all of these for our stars. But you can get, I mean, this applies just for everyday people, too. You know, a, a place in your desk well and place in your bed well based on your life guan number. And then there's another system called Flying Stars. We used all of these. We used all of these formulas that we were talking about earlier. Plus, so that's when we say it is a 
in-depth examination. We didn't hold back anything. We didn't say, okay, that's secretive. We're not going to talk about that. We talked about everything so we could figure out why their lives ended so tragically. In these well, homes, you, in these spaces. you say that the flying star system is based on time cycles and planetary yeah. alignments. And there's yeah. three blocks of time, the 180 yeah. great cycle, Big the 360-year cycle. Yeah. cycle. All the planetary alignments. Um, and the stars really aren't stars in the heavens. They're really numbers. Um, but they are so telling. And if that's what, once you take the compass direction of your home or the studio you're in or wherever, it, once you have that, you have the energy map of the of the building and how it should flow and where water should go and the good energy and the energy that might be, need to be mitigated and so forth. That's extremely telling. And, of course, we use that on all of these homes, too. And, and, and I talk about them in all of the books, all the books that I write I talk about. Well, that was ones. one of my next questions. Is uh, you, For example, you just mentioned that my family were all number twos, or, or were twos and eight. Two lifelines and eight, yeah. They're all Earth. Well, all, all Earth. Earth. So yeah, all when Earth. you have a family... And how do you decide, especially if you have a couple, yeah, and they're both different numbers, how do you decide which oh, way really the bed good. is that's going that's to really be? Good. Yeah, because that often happens. Opposites attract. So you, right. so when you're the numbers, when you get, and you can get that chart, by the way, in any of my books, but if you can't wait, you can go online and you can go to fengshuibookstore.com and you can just get the chart and you can see what life while you are and your mate and your children and your coworkers and whatever. But it often happens that opposites attract. So when people... Yet their numbers, the one, three, four, and nine are East Life Group, and the two, six, seven, eight are West Life Group. But it often happens that opposites attract different life groups. So in the basic eight mansions, you know, you have your good directions and you have your bad directions. The good ones will enhance the prosperity and health and so forth. And when you have couples who are opposite groups, you have to use very specific 15-degree increments so that it's good for both. You have to tweak it so that it's good for both people. But there's ways to do it, and that's a very good question to ask because most people, when they see that, you know, they don't go there yet, but they eventually will. Like, okay, we're opposite, you know, directions. Your family, they're all earth. So in, the, in feng shui, you can be earth, you can be fire, you can be water, uh, you can be metal. So you're one of those elements once you get your life qua. But your whole family, very karmically, beautifully connected, are all Earth. So I guess that's a good thing, right? I mean, It's a to very be, good thing, yes. And even up. people who it looks like the opposite, Cynthia, that could work too. That can work well, out very well. I don't like people to panic when they say, oh, you know, we're opposite. He's fire, I'm metal, and he's going to burn me up, melt me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. well, I mean, like it that. seems like that, right? <laughs> we are talking to Master Denise Leota Dennis. She is the author of many books, and she's a master feng shui artist. And we're specifically talking about her book, Hollywood, which is the newest one, and all the fatal feng shui that has happened uh, with 10 celebrity homes, you know, and their tragic history. But, you know, getting back to, oh, let me give it a website here now, too. Uh, she does all kinds of consultations for businesses and for homes, and she's a speaker, so you could get her for anything. You could go to dragongatefengshui.com, or if you want to get, get more information and get her author page and these books, go to fengshuibookstore.com which is where I went to find out that we were a two 
Oh, or an eight. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, you made it very, very simple. And I didn't understand how that uh, how we, this was done. I mean, it was really pretty, very, very fascinating. But why don't we go back to Marilyn Monroe, because she's probably the most iconic of everyone. Right. And right. her story is absolutely so tragic. And and do we know that she actually took her own life? I don't know if no, we yeah, even that's, know that's that. the mystery. That's the question, isn't it? I mean, right. it's... What happened with her? Uh, you know, what was happened? It all the conspiracies, was it murder? You know, right. very, very stealthily, or was it whatever? But the house was, um, you know, it had some good features, and it also had some really negative features. The, the shape of the house was rather odd. And, and then she had some, her bed was very badly placed. I mean, like the worst of the worst, because you'll have the four good and four bad. Hers was like the worst. And her pool was very well placed. So some good things happened and evolved. Like she, she had moved in the house, and like three months later, she was invited to, to the White House to sing Happy Birthday, the, icon, you know, the song. Right, the, the iconic one, Happy yeah, Birthday, the, Mr. The, the president. Song to, yes. uh, the president. And so that was a good thing, to be invited into that inner sanctum of them of Camelot. And then when she got back, though, she got fired uh, by the studio because they said she didn't show up or whatever. So some good things and bad things happened. Of course, ultimately, the death or murder, we're not really sure. And she was there not even six months. And only home, by the way, Cynthia, that she owned. She lived in like 49 homes, I think, in her life. You know, she was um, in foster homes and, and stuff because of her mother's mental right. illness. And that was the only home in the Helena's uh, in, in L.A. area that she actually owned. And that home has been recently sold. Uh, and it's been, it, uh, they've added on to it to make the, um, that, that long part, that L, even longer. So it's now That's become what, even That was my next question. Mm-hmm. What, yeah. You know, when you have a tragedy or a murder or something horrific that happens in a home, is it, do you just stay away from it or can you actually change the energy? Yeah, you can change the energy. In fact, one of the uh, a lot of these homes, they they like Brittany Murphy's is uh, you know just basically raised to the ground, and it is a modern masterpiece. We couldn't get permission to use pictures of that in the book, but you can go online look at them. It's stunning, and good thing because now it's much more stable energy. All of those crazy levels and juts off to the side. It was really uh, uh, quite extreme. Uh, has been changed, as Sharon Tate's house was, completely raised to the ground, O.J.'s house, completely raised to the ground. Uh, they have been completely changed. You don't have to do that. You can change the energy without the extreme, but some of them are so extreme that no matter who, who's going to be there, like, let's go back to Britney's. Um, yes. Britney Spears had that home. She didn't have it as long. Brittany Murphy had it longer. But she, I think she also had a broken engagement. It was really bad for relationships. It turned out, ultimately, it was really bad for health because she died there, and then her, they were young. Then her husband, six months later, Simon Monjack, dies. Yeah, she was only home. 32, I think. She was yeah, really young. They were young. They were in their 30s. So yeah. some homes, you can't change it. Some things we don't have control over. For instance, uh, the castle in uh, Alhambra, uh, Phil Spector's house, was surrounded by three roads. Well, we don't have any control over roads. We can't change that. We can put walls up to protect us. But that was one of the really negative features. It's like surrounded by virtual water. And, and these are pretty fast-moving roads. So some things we don't have, we don't, we're not in charge of drains. We can't go call up the city of Los Angeles and say, we've got some bad funk here. Can you move right. the drain? That's not going to happen. <laughs> or can you move the freeway? You, know, you might be in a sweet little neighborhood, and they put a freeway through. This happens all the time, right? You live in this sweet little neighborhood, and then, boom, a, a highway comes through next to your neighborhood, and that completely changes the energy of your home. 
it'll have but to that, cycle. But there is through 10, feng shui years. you can change that energy to uh, to a positive life with the with those roads. You can block the energy with landscaping yeah, or you can do or that. You can or, help or the sound, but you can't com- right? you can't completely get rid of it. It is what it is. It's lo- it's okay. what we call big ticket items. You know, it's a big ticket item. You can't move a mountain either. So if the mountain is, in fact, overwhelming the home, like many of these I saw, I lived in Scottsdale, Arizona for almost 10 years, and in certain areas of Phoenix and Fountain Hills area, literally these boulders could fall on the house. It's very precariously placed, and these aren't actually safe. You know, uh, neither is being at a T-juncture, all these things. They were all about uh, observing where people didn't thrive. And some of these things that are real extreme, the de- we call the detrimental things, big-ticket items, really you can't change those. So sometimes you have to escape. My teacher used to say that sometimes you have to escape to get good feng shui. I don't recommend that. We try to do everything we can, especially people love a home. But you're more important than a home. It's just a home. So if right. you can't move but that it, freeway, uh, you, you know, know uh, go. Lots of celebrities, I mean, you know, uh, wealthy celebrities, hire you or other master feng shui people to do their homes and it, and exactly. their businesses. And, you know, like Oprah Winfrey, uh, um, Bill Gates, yeah, all that. Yeah, he's a huge fan. Uh, yeah, Bill Gates is a, a huge fan. That's a very yeah. smart thing to do. So yes, it let's is. Just, it is. let's just assume that you have, you have a client that has hired you. They found a location. They're lo- they love it. But you go and you do your compass readings and you find out, Wow, it has peach blossom shaw or eight roads of discussion of destruction. Well, if, if it's, if, yeah, that's a great question. And if it's a blank piece of land and they haven't, um, and they, you know, it's a it's a raw piece of land and they're going to build a house, you don't you can get out of that configuration because it's based on the orientation. If it's there and there exists, well, there's many things you can do. Like in each of the Hollywood our celebrities, we pretended we were hired. In other words, we're going to restore it. It's called oh, fascinating. And we uh, we went along and pretended like uh, we've been hired, Jennifer. I come to your house and we, we're going to fix it. So there are many things you can do. You can you can tilt, the, you can reangle the door. Really popular in Southeast Asia, not so much here, but very popular in Singapore, Hong Kong, Malaysia, and and I've done it many times in America. You change the angle of the door, therefore it doesn't receive the energy, so you don't have the peach blossom. Uh, lots of tricks and things you can do, um, but those things that you can't move, like the freeway and whatever, you can block those off. And you can, like you said, you can do things to mitigate that. But if you're still feeling the effects of that, if you're still feeling like um, I'm not as lucky, or every time, I, as long as I've been in this house, I can't keep a relationship, or as long as I've been in this house, I've been sick, or something like that, then you might want to consider uh, doing something different. Well, and that yeah, was my next lot. question. Do you think that as humans, or especially if we're a bit intuitive, and I think we're all intuitive if we learn how Absolutely. to tap into it, if you walk into a house or you're living in a house and you either feel weird or you feel euphoric, are those good signs? Because I can say, like, the, the house that I live in, I built it. I walked property for 10 years until I found it. And I am so incredibly happy here. So is my family. We have thrived. And we've been here for 30 years. And, you know, and I I just can't imagine being anyplace else. But I feel, I feel so good Absolutely. here. Absolutely, yeah. And I think that people, what people do when they get bad homes, they, and when I say, you know, what, what did you, when did you get the house? They say, you know, I hate, always hated this house. Trust those instincts because if you feel weird or you don't feel 
uh, connected to that space or you think something's off or wrong, then pass on that property. And, and I think, uh, as you do, we're all intuitive, but we don't always listen to it. You know, we get right. those little whispers, as Oprah calls them. We get those little whispers, but we don't always listen to those. We ignore it because, oh, we're visually engaged, and oh, my God, doesn't it have the great view? But deep down in your, in your gut, you're getting this weird feeling like uh, something's not right with this, and you should trust that. Because then you'll, if you don't, you're going to go into a long, it's going to, it, you'll be in that house for a long time, and then you wonder why, what happened. And when your instincts were telling you, mm-mm, but like you trusted yours, and look, you've thrived in the home. So trust that is, those instincts. That is yeah. just, this is, you know, this is so fascinating. But I have to say, when people pick up your books, they're going to realize that this is really like a science. I mean, and it takes obviously it is a science. years. Yeah, it is a science. Yes. So, you know, the, the Chinese invented the compass. They had it hundreds of years before the Europeans had it. They had it all going on with, you know, they were a culture that's been around, you know, consistently for almost 6,000 years, observing the planetary things. And they were very much into the science. And Chinese metaphysics is super deep. It is, it is as deep as the Westerners are mixing now metaphysics with science and quantum physics and mechanical physics, you know how the, the metaphysicians are all mixing that now? That's, that's it, uh, Chinese metaphysics is deep. It's a lifetime study, and there's just tons of it. I always introduce every book about how, how many areas, you know, acupuncture and martial arts and all of these different things they figured out about energy of the body and feng shui is energy of the space. But the first two things we got to call the Chinese giving it up. First, it was martial arts. And weren't we shocked and awe when we saw someone channel their energy and crack a stack of bricks? Absolutely. We, were, we couldn't believe what we were seeing. And then them sticking needles in people to manage pain and, and health and all the meridians of the body. And who knew you had 250 meridians in your ear alone? Well, so, I think the uh, bottom line is is that everything in, on our planet, everything in this world is energy. And the Chinese yeah, have tapped yeah. into the, the energy of energy and given us the tools for, for us to make our best lives. And you are a master at this. I want to give you I a website out you know, again. 20, 20 and I'm, I'm sure you're a master that's on a continual learning curve because this is unbelievable how much... It's juicy um, stuff, girl. It's juicy. That's what you call it. It's It's very juicy and it's very interesting. And I think that it could, it would take a lifetime to really understand it all. But I love the fact that we can use feng shui for just about everything in life, romance, sex, relationships, wealth, abundance, health, beauty, longevity, and our spaces, our houses, everything. So our author of all all of of these books is Denise Leota Dennis. And her website's dragongatefengshui.com and fengshuibookstore.com. And if you don't know how to spell feng shui, it's F-E-N-G-S-H-U-I. So dragongatefengshui.com and fengshuibookstore.com. You know, this has just been a fascinating conversation. And I know that there's so much more that oh, uh, we could all there's learn. So but I encourage people to go to your bookstore and pick up Hollywood, the Feng Shui by, um, by Master Denise Leota Dennis, just to find out what you don't want to do <laughs> for your house. Exactly. Right? You definitely, because what, what good is it to be a big celebrity and have millions or billions if you're going to live in a space that is going to be detrimental to your health, your wealth, 
and everything and your relationships. And, and that's what this really said. I love this examination of these homes because I never looked at it from that point of view. So, Denise, I would I want to just give you um, a minute to wrap it up because we are out of time. So tell me what you what you would like to leave us all with. Well, I don't want people to have, you know, fear just because we've, you know, that wasn't the idea when we did the Hollywood Fatal Feng Shui. It was of just to bring not. to attention all of the, uh, the depth um, and the breadth of classical feng shui because people, you know, for the other books and, you know, they, they think they know what it is and with the crystals and the, and the thing, what, how hokey and how could that really affect people's lives so deeply with these murders and these tragic um, endings. And these were, of course, um, people who were bigger than life. And, but bringing it down to just an ordinary, you know, people who don't live the bigger than life, life, uh, classical feng shui can really assist in all of those areas it was designed to do. And in every book, I, I have the whole thing. So if people can't afford to get a consultant, it walks you through step by step and what to do to change things in your home and even your office. Very simple things like move your bed and change your desk and very simple things. Use the And don't have door. your toilet in the middle of the, of the house. <laughs> yeah, and things like that just are very simple so that you could com- completely change your luck um, just by doing a few simple things. It's really powerful, and I had to prove it to myself. So as I was studying and learning, I did that. I'd go home, and my ex-husband would say, okay, what are we doing now? You know, so it was like I was going to move some energy. I was going to do something different. I was going to test it out. And it's, and it's just a, a wonderful to have a tool. It's not the definitive, but what on the planet is. But it's one more thing we can use to assist ourselves in lifting ourselves up. And why not? Oh, I would agree with you. Well, you are absolutely fabulous. Master Denise Leota Dennis, please go to her websites because when you see this, you'll either want to get a consultation as soon as possible or at least get her books. FengShuiBookstore.com and DragonGateFengShui.com. Thank you so much, Denise, for being a guest on Star Style, Be the Star You Are and sharing just a little bitsy, bitsy bit. I think we could talk for days, and I'd still. I think we could. I have, I have thirty-six different classes, and I'm working on two more books. I think there's a few things to say. Oh, you are juicy, girl. You are juicy. Well, thank you again. You are listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. That was Master Denise Leota Dennis. We have to take a very quick break, and we will be right back. So don't go away. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. I am Cynthia Bryan. The star you are, the star you are, be the star you are. Change your world, change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites, here's Cynthia Bryan. Most of us have dreams and the key is to live our dreams. So here are top 10 indicators of making your dream come true. Regularly visualize the end result, the after party or the beyond. Show up and do something constructive to achieve your dream every day. Don't be attached to how it will come true. Really, truly care that your dream transpires. Make a list of the first three people you'll call with the great news. Smile more, fret less. Speak and behave as if you've already achieved the end. Depend on yourself and not on others to make your dream come true. Plan your next goal 
and offer gratitude continually. Say thank you, thank you, thank you. You are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For more information, visit CynthiaBryan.com. That's Cynthia Bryan, Bryan with an I, dot com. Be the star you are. The star you are. The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. Bethestarur.org. Dare to care. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show. Well, wasn't that absolutely fabulous? I really loved speaking with Denise Leota Dennis, and her books are amazing. And this Feng Shui, I mean, it's it's crazy how it really works. Well, I want to talk about tapping into gratitude because if you face the day with a thankful mindset, science says you may feel happier, you'll sleep better, you'll react more calmly to just about everything. So, so many of us just spend our time complaining rather than being appreciative. How can we change? that? Well, I want to share a few things. Uh, You know, there are those moments when sunlight pierces the clouds as if it's like a painting or you see a beautiful full moon or maybe your partner cooks dinner unexpectedly or your computer that has been acting up and it unfreezes. You get that warm feeling of gratitude. It pours over you. Or like I was saying in the first segment, I a bird just landed in the tree a few feet away from me. And I just felt like, wow, it didn't even care that I was there. So, you know, I just wanted to say thank you. Well, but then you have those days also that you are just laser focused on something and you feel like nothing is going to go right in your life. And you feel just distraught. Well, it's still important to remember gratitude for the things that are going right because practicing gratitude isn't just about being, um, being polite. It's important and an effective care, uh, you know, way of self-care. And this has been shown how to boost your well-being. There are researchers and scientists at the University of California that have provided a growing body of research that links regular doses of gratitude to better sleep, to greater happiness, and possibly even lower blood pressure. And 
the thing about it is it happens when we recognize the source of good as being outside ourselves. Just like I said, you know, like that bird that was landing or somebody baked you some cookies or you opened your your mail as I have done so many times and received just a little note from someone who had read one of my books and felt that they it had changed their life in some way, you know. And it's just amazing how grateful you can feel. So we have to learn how to appreciate your, our blessings. So if you're ready to feel grateful, here's what some of the experts say are simple tactics to get you saying thanks and meaning it every day. Number one is to acknowledge your invisible helpers. It doesn't matter um, who they are. I think about... Well, I'll think about writing a book, how many different people it takes to write a book. You heard Denise just talking about her her protege who lives in L.A. And, you know, then you have the people that are doing the editing and you have your readers and the copy editors and the people that do the, the, the design of the book or the covers of the book or your agent and then the publishers and the printing companies. Well, if you're just picking up on thinking that you're an island and you've done it by yourself. No, that's not the way it goes. Just say thank you. Like, for the example of this radio show, there is no way I could do this radio show without my incredible engineer, Josh, who's working on it right now. Thank you, Josh. And all the people behind it, Randy and Justin and, and Jeff and Ryan and all the other people who work behind the scenes to make sure that this radio show is wonderful. I always just say thank you. So that's really important. Next thing is to try out new words. Even if you mean it sincerely saying thanks, it can come off something like more of a reflex. So mix up your phrasing and really feel it from your heart. The next thing is to make a list. Intentionally look for the positive can help you rewrite your brain's negativity bias. Make it a practice you automatically associate with a time of day. Like when you wait in line at the supermarket, just say a word of thank you that you actually have money to buy some groceries. And then use all your senses. Uh, Look, smell, listen, taste, and be grateful for everything. Because we really, you know, the more that we are grateful, the more we will have to be grateful for. And you can find out more information about gratitude and thankfulness in any of my Be The Star You Are books. Go to CynthiaBryan.com forward slash books. There is uh, chapters on thankfulness and gratitude in all of them. Well, and with that, I'm going to say thank you for being great listeners and allowing me to be your guide on the side right here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, live every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m., coming to you on the Voice America Network. I really hope that you understand that you can change your life and make your dreams come true and uh, make sure that you check out the guests that we that we focus on on our show. To make a donation to Be The Star You Are, please go to bethestarur.org. We really do need your donations to continue Operation Disaster Relief, which we continue doing actually year-round because it seems here in the United States we're having year-round disasters, whether it's hurricanes or tornadoes or or avalanches or fires or floods. So please do make a donation and then we will be ready to help. 
My aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate you. I want you to see beyond your physical being, know you're already a star, cherish the past, dream of the future, and celebrate each moment of your life. And read a book this week, because a book is like a garden in your pocket. I really recommend any of the books by Denise Leota Dennis. Uh, classical feng shui for romance, sex, relationships, wealth, abundance, health, beauty, longevity, and actually the one that rocks the house, how to shake up the energy, get the life you want. And then if you want to find out about the tragedies in Hollywood, Hollywood is a great read as well. So until we celebrate next Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m., remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles will keep us happy. My name is Cynthia Bryan, four-star style, thanking you and encouraging you to be the star you are. Dream, create, inspire. Most of all, know you can make a difference. Thanks for joining me. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are the been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program star style be the star you are we have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire inform entertain and motivate you to be the star you were born to be for more information visit starstyleradio.com and to make a donation to the charity go to be the star you ignite the flame that burns brightly within Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are.